Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in Podcast 111 Productions, iHeartRadio, iHeartPodcast, iHeartMedia. I'm I heart joined donuts. by my intrepid crew. <laughs> I love when you Danielle do that. Danielle Romo I is heart. back and so better than ever. Suzanne French, Tara Sood, Amy Sugarman has donuts. She has donuts. I heart candy canes. <laughs> <laughs> I heart donuts. Malamars. <laughs> Malamars. You know what? It's my favorite thing. <laughs> Who got who got to take home the most stuff after the live event? Well, who took it all home? The good stuff or the bad stuff? Because I well, have to. I'm like a storage unit, so I have to take <laughs> home the bookshelves, <laughs> the rug, <laughs> like the the wall art. You know what we don't know where it is? Is somebody has it? And we, I think we have to what? deal with it, Danielle. The giant what? yellow mug that said oh, I'm oh. in. Oh my! I wanted that to go to Scott's house. We couldn't figure out how you would get it there. I like save it, but honestly, I don't want it. What am I going to do with it? It's so big. It would be it's the coolest huge. background to just have a giant yellow coffee <laughs> no, cup behind you at all it's times. It's made out of wood, isn't it? it? Isn't it like a huge wall. piece of just, wood? But put we're it on your garage door. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Oh my god, hilarious! Yeah. It could be the garage door. So yeah, yeah. I have my house has. Like the neon signs, like all this crap. I finally had to get a storage thing for the garage. Where's the rug? The yellow rug (laughs) is TBD where it's going. It's a (laughs) it's a fight right now because I don't want to get rid of it. The rug that anybody want a yellow rug (laughs) for their living room? Any takers? (laughs) Any takers? How about how about putting it in your foyer? Seriously. But we don't live in mansions like you do, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I don't have a foyer. 
can put it at the top of your spiral staircase. At least the one on the left. I don't have one of those. Do you either. think that's a Richard Gilmore? I, what? Jeez, man. Oh. Just trying to help out. I, I'll put it in my pool house. Oh, wait. I don't have a pool house. <laughs> Do you have a pool? You have a pool. I don't have. No. I have a pool down the street. I have a community pool, but I don't have. You a have pool a pool, or a pond, pond would be good for you. I might get a hot tub if 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 people keep listening to this podcast. I might be able to afford a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. Although I have a nice. Well, I'm not gonna rub it in. Sorry, it's okay. Um, it's all right. <laughs> you're you're Luke, so we understand that you might have a hot tub and maybe a couple other things we don't have. It's okay. I don't know. You're you're Luke for seven seasons and four movies. Starts to I, be I, all right. I I <laughs> I uh I really enjoyed watching the live stream. Oh my gosh, isn't time. it great? It was good. It it's was really great. well put together. It looks like a, like a HBO special with yeah, all the camera they, shots they shoot and the it editing. Really well. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for anyone that still wants to watch, you can because it's going to be available for a little longer. And it's mm-hmm. not like you're watching like crappy shot on iPhones. Like it's, it's oh, professionally no, no. done. Yeah. It's like real professional, expensive TV. Yeah. Cameras. It's not zoom video. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. And veeps.com. Yeah. Veeps. For anybody that wants to buy a ticket, Yeah, go to veeps, veeps.com. If you want to get a ticket. Um, anyway, uh, we're going to get into a little bit of, uh, I'm okay. You're okay. Was that 17 season six episode 17? Yep. Boy, it's What's your initial by, thought on I'm okay. You're okay. Mm, kind of <gasps> all over the place. Really? I actually loved it. I thought, I, I thought it was unfocused. It is a little, a little, there's a lot happening, but mm-hmm. I was giggling the whole time. Hmm. Mm. Lots of bones to pick in this. I, I was about to say, oh, I, have, right? I have a bone. Hey, I'm pick. right there in the boneyard with you, Danielle. There's, there's some, <laughs> <laughs> and pr- maybe that's my favorite line has to do with bones as well. Um, who is doing the synopsisizations? Danielle can, or Suzanne? Wait, I was going to say we can let Danielle have her job back. I'm. <laughs> oh my god! I, I heard you did such a good job, <laughs> so I'm okay with you keeping it. Why don't you go for it? All right. Okay, we can alternate. Yeah, that's okay. a good idea. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So this is season six, episode 17. I'm okay. You're okay. It originally aired on April 4th, 2006. Things are not okay with Luke and Lorelai and Rory and Logan. Rory decides to forgive Logan a little quicker than we thought. Meanwhile, Luke is accepting gifts from someone other than Lorelai. Plus, Emily and Richard mm. may be moving to Stars Hollow. Mm. And Zach finally gets approval from Mrs. Kim to marry Lane. Mm. Mm-hmm. So right off the bat, what stood out to me is it's the very same moment as we left off in the episode before. Mm-hmm. No time has passed. It is literally maybe five minutes later because Rory and Paris are eating the Chinese food now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, okay, cool. I like that. I liked that scene. It was nice to see Paris and Rory having a friendship moment and not like, yeah. arguing about something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they kind yeah. of just cleared up the air between like they're they're even between yeah. the um the paper and kicking around. Yep. And they're like, all right, I think we're good. <laughs> and they're both like, screw these guys. Like, we got us, you know, right. we got our our friendship. It was a sweet yeah. scene. And I was glad we didn't belabor sort of like drama between them. It was just mm-hmm. like, boom, we're good, we're good. Knock, knock, knocky on the door. 
<laughs> he just blew past Paris, didn't he? That was a funny scene for me, Logan yeah, and Paris. I yeah. was like, this is actually cracking me up. And I don't want to ruin it, but my best line is when he says, I don't want you back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought they were great together. We yeah. don't get to see them quite enough. I mean, a few times, but like they had a funny ping pong and she was keeping up. And so was he. It was like level up, level up. I, I really enjoyed the whole open of this whole thing. Yeah, me too. That was good. And then Doyle shows up. With the jacket. <laughs> the jacket. <laughs> the rhinestone jacket. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, that. the whole thing was great. I thought it was funny, the part where he, he was like, oh, I almost, I don't remember the exact line, but, like, I almost, like, like met another girl tonight. And, Lor and Rory quickly just, like, jumps in, like, oh, <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> This is not going to help your case, Doyle. No. Shut up. Funny lines. And then then the part that I sort of wanted to dig into is like we go into the, you know, hallway of the apartment building where Logan and Rory are really talking. And he's like, I love you. I wanted to I chose to be your boyfriend. I'm faithful and it wasn't hard, but we were broken up. And then they kind of have this conversation about it. And she's sort of like, I guess, I guess. And then it was like, OK. She's not. She's not convinced. But no, she's, she's not. Go, she's going along with it, but she's not convinced yet. Which we, yeah, at the end we realized that. So, what did you guys think of that? She kind of took him back so fast. I mean, I don't know. I like how to rewind the scene because I was like, did I did I miss something? Like what? Like she she took him back so fast. It's the same day as the wedding. Yeah, she's it's like a couple of hours later. Yeah. yeah. I just think I just think she's worn down by yeah. his persistence. Yeah. I mean he's just at her so much and for so long and I think she just got worn down and like, oh god. Is you know? it possible that she likes him so much? She's mm. losing herself a little bit. Like she likes him so much that she's sort of caving because I still agree with him. Right. So my opinion is he is right. She, he didn't cheat on her, but pretend I'm on team Rory on this. She likes him so much that she's sort of like, okay. She's not I, willing to lose him. She doesn't want to risk it. To I totally, I totally her. see that. But I also yeah. thought like, she just doesn't have a backbone. She's kind of just yeah. like doing yeah. whatever, like, She's like, all right, well, I mean, I need a place to live, so I guess I'll just go back to your place instead of staying with Paris. Like, it just, she doesn't really stand up for herself. Yeah. But I, I also kind of agree with what you say, Amy. Like, maybe she really loves him, or maybe she doesn't know how, she doesn't know how much she loves him. Like, she's trying to figure it out. I also think Rory and Lorelai share this in common, especially in this episode. The two of them don't go towards conflict mm -hmm. like they try really hard avoiding it yeah and so i think this was rory's way of being like okay let's just get back together it's not worth like the argument and keeping us going mm -hmm. you know like yeah. mm -hmm. i don't know that's that's how i i took it it was definitely a theme throughout the whole episode was each of them in parallel trying to keep the peace Mm -hmm. in their own yep. relationships and, and like sacrificing. Oh, nothing's wrong everything's fine you know like the title of the episode i'm okay you're okay it's mm -hmm. like you know let's just gloss over any right. issues because we don't want to have a big fight about it and, and logan know, has maybe, maybe, oh sorry you go scott 
maybe sorry, but maybe she's just giving him the benefit of the doubt, right? Maybe, right? Like she's not I, 100%, I, I, she has she hasn't come a hundred percent back. It's just like okay, I'm yeah. about fifty percent back, sixty percent back. I'll yeah. give him the benefit of the doubt. If he screws up again, I'm out of here forever. Yeah, I, I kind you of I, mean? I, I sort of agree with you. My other oh. sort of just thought is of all the boyfriends, Logan is the one that sort of has uh, what's the word? A little bit of I don't want to say power. It's not the right word. A little bit of something over her. A whole leverage. Part. You know how like in a relationship, right? Like Jess and Rory were very equal. Rory had this over Dean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Logan now has it over her. Just a little mm-hmm. bit, like just a tad. She's still like, obviously she wasn't going to date him when he was dating a hundred people. So she has like, She's still Rory in it, but there's is like wearing the pants in the relationship, kind of what you're something like that, right? It's like he sort of has convinced her now of this, and she's like, okay, let's go home. You know, I don't know what I would have done in her shoes. What I think I would have done maybe is say, look, I hear you. I'm not moving back in with you. I'm gonna stay here with Paris. We're gonna talk again tomorrow. Let's let's have dinner. You know, like. She sort of just became too. Well, maybe it's maybe maybe it's the opposite. Maybe she feels a little bit empowered now because she sees how much he needs Mm. her and how lost he is without her because his desperation is real. Wow. That's a great perspective and tracks with the end of the episode. So it's like she probably takes. Like, okay, guys are weak. My mom told me guys are like this. He's weak too. And he needs me. And now this feels like a little bit more familiar territory to me because I have experienced sort of mothering Jess and mothering Dean. Wait, so I had, I had not even considered that until you're saying mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is it is how the episode tracks, right? Because she just bails him. She goes to Stars mm-hmm. Hollow, does not tell but, him. Yeah. Right. Doesn't answer her phone as it's mm-hmm. ringing and ringing and ringing. Right. And at the end is sort of like, no, we're fine. But it's like, whoa, Scott, you might be right. She now has psychological advantage in you the You might be right. It's a power shift. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not even Somewhat, think yeah. of that. I sort of thought yeah. he had it, but you're mm-hmm. not right. Anymore. Not anymore, it doesn't. You're, whoa. What does everybody else think of that? I'm sort of thinking... I might be changing my mind here. Shoot. <laughs> I mean, it, it does make sense. It. Yeah. <laughs> because the rest of the episode supports Scott's theory more than mine. Although I was certain I was right, that she's more passive to him. The rest of the episode, because if you're passive puppy dog, why she's not going to leave him for the weekend. Yeah, I guess. And she's not answering the calls or right. emailing him or doing any of that kind of stuff. And telling him the phone died. The phone didn't die. We heard it ring, 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 ring in right. the diner. Oh, that's true. My God. Whoa. Yeah. She owns Scott with the theory that usually we're just pummeling him on how wrong he is. And in this case, <laughs> crapola. It's like, it, it, you know, vul- vulnerability is one thing. Truth is one thing. But he's really just, you know, he's just. Dude, I didn't even right for a takeover, and, and I don't think she's going to take full advantage of it. I just think she's going to have fun with it for a while to see if he, you know, 
she's he's the one that's got to get the he's the one that's got to get the backbone or even subconsciously she sort of has realized now right oh whoa this will be interesting yeah i mean there there is Mm -hmm. still that element of passive aggressiveness in there um on rory's part so very much i think it's such a plays out it's not nice if your boyfriend's calling you and calling you and calling you and you don't answer. That's yeah. intentionally making that person suffer. And right. I'm not really mm-hmm. a fan of that. And it, right. but it is kind of a little maniacal. Yeah. And, but then when he's like, when he's talking to her, she's like, oh, no, nothing's wrong. Like she's making up excuses, like, oh, like we said, avoiding the conflict. So it's like she's uh, kind of like both. Yeah, yeah she but, is both. Well, she, but she kind of, she does kind of have the moral high ground here somewhat. Correct. You're right. She she didn't. Did not go off and and she wasn't with other guys. She wasn't dating. Was she dating anybody? No. Gosh, no. I mean, can you imagine that? I mean, what if she turned around and acted the same way he did? And right, you know, yeah. It's like it's 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 an odd double standard that actually you know isn't at play here. But it's like just put the shoe on the other foot. How horrified would he be? How turned could he be turned off? Would he just be like, "I'm out"? I mean, geez, really? Right. I know it's really but interesting. We're broken up, Logan. That. You know, and then, yeah, and then Jess came back, and we had a hoot nanny, and then Dean <laughs> came back. He's single. We had a hoot nanny, and right. I broken up, Oof. and then all of Dean's friends too, because you know I, they were cute, <laughs> just like you did, right? With all the bridesmaids, right? Yeah, I mean, right. Yeah. So, do you think if she made a pro con pro list? Pro con mm-hmm. list. Sorry, pro con bro. That's a sorority thing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I think it would be in Logan's favor. Mm-hmm. I did too, I think actually. I think he was yeah. right about that. Yeah. I mean, he did present a logical argument. You know, he was like, in his mind, they were broken up. So in his mind, there was no reason for him to not date other people. Yeah. It wasn't cheating. Right. To right. He didn't. He didn't go out of his way to do it like maliciously. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, very interesting. I just think the fact that he turned into like a used a car salesman and had to sell it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and, and, he did. And, and instead of wait, you know, for a natural migration back to the center here. Yeah, it it and yeah, it didn't you know have what I mean? the, yeah, yeah, I totally know what you mean. Like it wasn't sort of an emotional yeah. connection. Mm-hmm. It was like how you would think Mitchum would handle it. Like right. Right. Like no, he's no, it, it's still <laughs> that same night. Like it's that same right. night and he's chasing her down trying to get her to listen to him. It's like just, you know, at least let it sit overnight and let her right. just, you know, calm down a little bit and then maybe be right you know more rational but yeah yeah he's he's lost all his uh, cool i think he was panicking he's he he, he's not even absolutely he's in a state of panic absolutely this is neil strauss host of the tenderfoot tv true crime podcast to live and die in la i'm here to tell you about the new podcast i've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent. 
telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I sort of was kind of happy that I didn't have to watch nine episodes before they got back together. (laughs) I sort of was like, I'm sort of glad that was fast and I didn't have to. So... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't I into like the whole because it's almost like we've done that already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah, did do it yeah. already. Yeah. Yeah. It's like get to the some point. of us know what's ahead too. Plus, we didn't, <laughs> plus the episode. Plus the episode didn't have the time to do it because we had to they had to reserve space for that glorious Zach and Mrs. Kim stuff. <laughs> which was so good. So you know. good. All right. So before we get to that, now we're going to talk a little about. Luke and Lorelai, who are at the apartment above the diner. Is that yeah. where the, that's mm-hmm. where the spider is? So mm-hmm. they're staying there, interestingly. And there's the spider, apparently a lot of spiders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's doing <laughs> her lotion, <laughs> which we have analyzed before with the lotion. Lots of actors like to put on that lotion. <laughs> so they have something to do <laughs> while they're talking. And then... We, we we sort of the the meat of it is 
April's on the phone. He's going to chaperone the trip to wherever it is for the math team or whatever. Philadelphia. Yeah. And she says you should go. And there's sort of that same like she's saying one thing, but feeling many things. I think she genuinely is not lying. She wants him to go. He should go. Mm-hmm. But it's what sort of she's not saying that you're kind of like, right? Just- yeah, she's, she's always testing him to see how he feels. Or yeah, if he's sensitive to how she feels, and it's always like this sort of she sends out probes, probing, yes, 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 Su- yes, suggestive questions and permissions. And yeah, uh, it's it's just how, yeah, it's how, it's how and I can't wait works. to talk well, about the scene where I, he gets the bag, but we'll talk about that. Go ahead, Danielle. Mm-hmm. I think she wants it to be his idea. And not her idea. So, I, you know, like, you never want to be on that side of things being like, well, I need to meet your daughter. I need to do this. Like, he, she really wants him to come to the table with it. Yeah. And I think that's why she's sending out those, you know, those little feelers. Probes, yeah. yeah. She wants him to realize what he's doing without her having to tell him what he's doing. Yeah. I also never thought about this until watching back last night um april's a lot like rory like it just Mm -hmm. made me think that like april is luke's rory because Mm -hmm. she's so smart and like she didn't grow up with her dad and now her dad is like reaching out again it like Mm. was this parallel that i noticed um that i haven't noticed before that's good Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. and she's so well behaved and she's sort of open, open to this relationship She's not like yeah. filled with teenage angst. She's yeah. very like sure. smart yeah. girl. My mom school. can't go. You come. You know, whatever you want to come. Like she's a cool any, mom like- too. Like yeah, Anna's cool. Yeah, <laughs> she is. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of see April ahead of Rory at that age. Anyway. Oh yeah. I, I, I see April going into you know Yale at next year at thirteen. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like yeah, one step ahead of Rory. Like no problem. I think the thing, too, I like about this scene is there's sort of this heavy meat, but then we're still getting these funny lines. Like when I think you must say something like, what do you want me to do with these spiders? We'll take them outside and try and put them near a talking pig. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 Amy and Dan's homage or the, they didn't write this episode, but the writer's homage to the Woody Allen film. I think it's Annie Hall. Oh, is it kind of like that? I've never I haven't cornering seen the lobster and at the beach. Uh, oh house. no way! Yeah, do you remember that film? Annie I Hall? never saw it. I know the film. Diane Keaton. He tried to date somebody it, other than Annie Hall, and Annie Hall. Well, oh, forget it. Doesn't matter. Um. Anyway. Um. <laughs> so then we go to the apartment, and they're sort of jiggering around with the apartment. They're all kind of moved back in, and the TV's facing the direction one direction, not where are they going to sleep? Are they going to get their own place when they're married? Kiss, kiss, sort of. Mm. You know, you haven't told Mrs. Kim. We kind of get the setup for that. Mm-hmm. Did anybody, like... Let's say it. Oh, God. <laughs> Did anybody catch Zach being like, we can finally have sex? Oh, yeah. Of course. Anybody oh, yeah, yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah, we all heard it. Of Lane's course. like, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what a what a dude. I, I know. <laughs> He's like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just love that they have those bunk beds in the living room. <laughs> it's just like that apartment is so like classic. But it's cute. It's just a nothing burger, but it's like a setup. Right. Yeah. 
And then they said something about um, after Lane walks out and Zach and Brian said, wait, wasn't the TV facing the other direction? And they're like, oh, yeah, you're right. And they go and they move it like two inches. And I, know. Like, oh, okay, I know. Now it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That was so good. And that old TV that's so old now to uh, our yeah, eyes. Yeah. Like, oh my yeah. goodness, it's 1974. <laughs> so good. Okay, so then we go to the diner and Lorelai's there and I think in a blue coat and Luke is sewing the duffel bag. So we start to have mm. this sort of, again, a very nothing, but it has a lot <laughs> to it. Can we go back mm-hmm. to the blue coat for a minute? Because I Worst loved that can. blue coat. It was like a blue kind of mm-hmm. velvety, like a mm-hmm. peacock blue. I thought it was really pretty. And then in the same scene, Rory comes in and she had the cutest cardigan. Like it was like a button up cardigan with a hood and then it had little pom poms hanging mm-hmm. off the hood. I just thought both of those things were adorable. I, that's why I agree. I, I think the fashion is always amazing and you really notice certain things. So I agree with you that fully. Yeah. So... She wants to buy the luggage. He doesn't want the luggage. And there's sort of the moment with Rory and the ring, the the ring at the time. And uh, Luke had forgotten to tell Lorelai about the ring. There's a funny line about a Toomey store. It's all very funny and sort of multiple things are happening. But obviously the importance of sort of she wants to buy him this luggage. And, and he's sort of like, oh, I don't need it. And I don't think he's being a jerk about it. He's sort of like, I don't need it. But there's such an important moment later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also in in this oh, in this scene, Rory just very like nonchalantly tells Lorelai, Oh, I'm I'm back with Logan, by the way. Yeah. And we're kind of like, what are you doing there? What is she doing in Star Solo? We don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a little suspect, but okay. And obviously Lorelai's not fine with it. That no, but she also just—I feel like seconds. she just can't say anything because, like, you know, twelve hours ago they were yeah. broken up, and now they're fine. Like, <laughs> and I think it's at that point, Lorelai's like, she's an adult; she just has to mm-hmm, deal right. with her own relationships. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and she the last time, want... the last time Lorelai gave a negative opinion, Rory like took off exactly and out at her grandparents' house. So yeah, Lorelai's exactly. probably afraid. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to argue with her about this because she'll just disappear again yeah and scott what's your take on the duffel bag and the wanting not the luggage it's hard to analyze fully because we need to address the end but like well he 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 doesn't want to spend money frivolously when he doesn't need it he's not a mm-hmm. big traveler mm-hmm. he's he very practical want, he, mm-hmm. he is and he always has been always will be and he doesn't want her spending money frivolously on him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's nothing personal. I know he he understands yeah. it would make her feel good. He understands what she's getting at. You know, I know mm-hmm. you want to be me to need <clears throat> you more, and it would be nice to win the competition of who's going to get me the new bag. But uh, nobody's getting me a new bag. I'm just going to sew it up, and that's just his jam, you know. And then yeah, and I, it's I, I just want to say this now because I can't hold it back. And we'll talk about it more when we get there. He handles the duffel bag from Anna perfectly, in my opinion, but we'll we'll get there. So before that, I also there's a big reference to s'mores. He's gonna make Rory s'mores, which is kind of random, but but I think I think the delicious. question is do you think I, I think here's what I think. I think Luke is aware 
what she's doing. He just doesn't want to get involved in it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to give it any energy. You know, he doesn't you want mean to later it- or now at this. No, no, no. I, I, he knows what she's angling at and he understands the stakes. He just doesn't want to give it any um, credence or energy, you know, because 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 he knows that she's a little wound up about mm-hmm. this and he's doing, I think, everything he can to just to calm it, you know, to put. I get, I think you're right. He's I, not and throwing I think gas on the fire. It's like he's, I think he's that's like, clear at the end, too, Suzanne. I think right. he really told the truth about the bag without he volunteers the information. Oh, Anna brought it by. He is he just trying to not. Make it, she he knows that that Lorelai is a little worked up about this and you know and he he, he just, I don't know I don't know if yeah I, agree with I don't that. think he, I, don't, I don't think he's reading between the lines because Lorelai's being rather obtuse about her feelings about the whole thing and I don't think Luke knows where she's at I, do. I, I think, disagree I think, I think, I think it, it's obvious the way I think Scott's right guys. But, did he really volunteer he, how, the information? Because I don't think he, he not did. Know the way she's like sort of hanging around uh, these lines and throwing I them out agree. and waiting, you know, and because being she's all going along about. with everything he says. Like he mm-hmm. he doesn't want her to see April. Okay, like we find out in this episode, she still has never met April. But I think and he knows that, that, that it's not easy. Well, but, and we find out that knows what she that. knows about Anna, she heard from Miss Patty. She still mm-hmm. has never had a conversation with Luke about it. So I, I think he's just oblivious. No. I don't think so. No, I don't, I don't yeah. think he, he can go through all that being completely cut off from how she's feeling and what she's trying to communicate. I think you're right. That's why he volunteers the bags from Anna. But go ahead. I'm kind of like in the middle of both of, of, both of these conversations because... <laughs> I don't think he volunteered the information about Anna on the bag. Lorelai had to start the conversation about the duffel bag. And then he was like, oh, Anna gave that to me. It'd be different if he was. He, but he tells right away what, because she could have thought he bought it. He doesn't know that Rory has gone to the store. So she only has that information from Rory. Luke has no idea. So she immediately, oh, I see you've got a bag, which is right there on the counter for her eyes to see. If he wanted to be like weird about it, he could have been like, oh, yeah. But that's my point. Not she is the one that started the conversation. Oh, you have that bag like, there. Oh, by the way, he's upstairs on the phone with the cheese guy or whatever. He's not going to be like, oh, by the way, if you happen to randomly see that bag on the counter, he's not hiding anything. <laughs> no, he's not. I mean, fine. But. I think if Lorelai hadn't said that, he wouldn't have told her, oh, hey, I got this gift. Because he doesn't give a rat's my ass baby about mama. this. That, and that's what was clear to me. He I think, is I not think interested he's aware, in Anna. And he just doesn't want to make it a thing at all. He doesn't need the That's right. He doesn't. He, know, he knows it's World War III could happen at any moment. This is a really explosive situation. And he gets that. He understands mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. being competitive and there's a little bit of jealousy and she feels shut up. But that's, and I think that's why how he's, he's doing it. You know, he's but he's not making any move to reassure her. If he yes, knows he is, exactly. you know, why his life is that upset, wouldn't he want to reassure her somehow? Amy in he the front is. Row. He is doing that by being chill AF. He's reassuring mm-hmm. her. <laughs> but no. That's not what Lorelai wants. She doesn't but, want him to but be he's chill also AF. Being, I don't know. Look, I think he's being steady. I think there is something to what Scott's saying. 
He's being very steady and very to, to serve he his is own being end, though, reassuring by being better. so steady. If he stirs it up no. and makes a whole thing preserve out of it, preserve the relationship. Say that again. Ultimately, preserve the to Suzanne's comment. Preserve the relationship ultimately, because it could blow up into a huge fire any moment. I also think his energy, which um, is not a fault to him, but his energy right now is very much into April. Like that is where his energy is, and you can even just tell that with. Like the fact that he didn't even tell Lorelai Lane is engaged, you know, like there's little things that he's like, not like he's not putting all his energy right now into his relationship with Lorelai, which is what he was doing for a while. You know, that was his girl forever. So like there's definitely an energy shift. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Yeah. hundred percent. But that's who he is. That's the type of you've met those people. It's yeah. Like now, now they're doing this because that needs that attention. They can't split up their energy the way some people mm-hmm. can. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, 
would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I also think this whole thing is so big, right? Like you find out you have a kid 12 years later, that's so massive that if you then come with a lot of energy, good or bad, into the relationship, like, well, I know this is such a big thing and now we need to talk about this awful. It's so much that everything will (laughs) implode. The only option to handling something this major is with calm, Yep. And steadiness. 100%. Because there's also... <laughs> Many would argue in conjunction with your partner. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that that second half is not there. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, he's, he's basically, he seems to think that he has to choose between he either can be April's dad or he can be Lorelai's fiance. I actually, slash I don't, not in I actually this, don't agree no, that. Not, with no. Yeah, I disagree with that. I think in this moment, sure... But again, he's, you know, this is a massive wave that just whacked him. Agreed. You know, and, and right. And but it's been like six him. months. It's, it's, we're in April yeah. now. It, and dude, it it's a kid. It's a human kid. My thing that. is, he wants to develop a, re- and I think rightfully so, he wants to develop a father daughter relationship first. He's not saying he's not eventually going to do a father-stepmother relationship, but he doesn't even have, if, if you change the dichotomy, right? Say say he changed everything and he's like, it's great to meet you. This is my fiance, Lorelai. We're going to get to know you. That's one way to do it, but it's a very mm-hmm. different relationship coming in as a two than him saying first, I need to be easy about this. I need to be a father. I want to have a right. relationship with her. I want to go on the math treat, retreat, whatever and, it is. Right. Right. And we, and I, I mean, we've I, had I, this conversation before. There's nothing wrong with that, but she hasn't even met April. Well, maybe it's not I mean, yet. That's, that's a problem for me. I don't know. I, it just I think when, is, is, nope. is there a moment where Lorelai goes to Luke and says, hey, I just want you to know something. I'm 100% supportive. I got your back here. I get what you're doing. And anything I can do to help, let me know. I, I wish where, she would where, do where, that. Where, I have a question. I ended up beating so, around the bush and pretending like she's fine. Well, hold on. Guys, guys. Because she doesn't do that, and she is Danielle. You know, sending her probes. <laughs> Can I just say time. one thing really quick? Yes, but I have a really I, important question. Scott, I love that. If if Lorelai said that, I I would have loved that. Yes. But mm-hmm. at the in the same breath, it mm-hmm. shouldn't be on her to say that. Wait, I disagree. Like, Danielle, tomorrow. But why? He would do it for her and he Correct. has done it for her, and that's who he is. 
why can't he get that level of respect and selflessness and selfless behavior because a child's future is is at stake (laughs) and and her lorelei's whole world revolves around rory and everything's rory 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 and everybody in the town chipped in and rory and luke said rory rory he hasn't sacrificed for war now he is a kid it's maybe that's right i'm agreeing with Scott. maybe it's his turn that the people in his life do it his way him the way he offered himself for all those years i totally agree danielle let me ask you aren't they rallying around him what about this question you guys i have a way to solve this danielle you're not okay you know what Mm -hmm. i'm gonna ask you i know exactly what you're gonna ask me go for it john moreno ditches (laughs) you for angelina jolie tomorrow you've got a kid then you meet somebody well you don't have to worry about it because that's not going to last very long you'll <laughs> right. be back in like a week when are you like, going to introduce your kid to another potential father figure right. that's huge i think uh, you're comparing apples it's, it's I was gonna say, that's very different no comparison i disagree oh, absolutely zero comparison you're talking about a kid that i have completely raised my entire life bringing in a new person yeah. to that it doesn't different. matter way different well i disagree because here's why it's to each his own so if you told me you want to introduce him your kid to your new boyfriend brad pitt in two months fine but if you want to do it in 10 years fine the person that gets to make that decision is the parent right so luke gets to make that decision himself but I agree. I what? do agree with but that. But you don't but because you're all like, why isn't he introducing you? No, no, no. I agree that it's up to Luke to decide what he wants to do. It is his decision. And that's why Lorelai is not. That's You're kind of proving my point, to be completely honest with you. Because my point is, it shouldn't be up to Lorelai to say, hey, I really want to be, you know, but supportive Luke has here said for it. you. And- Luke has been clear with her. He is not ready yet for them to be a them with April. Whether and, he said and, it and, and, subconsciously, and is, clearly, we right. all know it. Sorry, Scott. And Luke certainly isn't going to come around and be accommodative um, if if Lorelai's spinning around uh, like the wash cycle. Uh, you know, well, he's not correct. That. And also, guys, what are you talking about? She did it through the entire episode. I agree with you, and she exactly. He's right, you guys. And also, a man if listens she just to calms what down a woman trusts. Yeah. A man listens to what a woman says. They're not Mm. mind readers, right? Mm. We're all, women are like overthinking it all in our minds, right? right? A man (laughs) listens to what a woman says. And everything she has actually said in words is we should postpone the wedding. Oh, are you sure? Yes, let's postpone the wedding. No, I'm good. I understand. I'll be back at the diner at 8.15 after she's left. Everything she is indicating with Human words is making Luke, who is a man, a fairly, you know, not an overthinking man. Every indication is it's basically fine. She even says, no, you should go. He wasn't even going to go on the math thing. And he, she says, no, you should go. So you don't get to have it both ways and be like, no, you should go. But behind the scenes, I'm all butthurt about it. No. Well, Mm -hmm. but I mean, she, she wants this. She's not 
it's it's not that she doesn't want them to have a relationship. She wants him to have a relationship with his daughter, but she would like to at least meet her. The whole rest of the town is not okay, ready. But but why not respect the fact that he's not ready for that yet? Thank but, you. But my and why is, not why, respect why is the person he... that that has been there for you? Maybe his an entire d- adult life, making sure that that Rory stays on the right path and Agreed. helps her out as a friend for all those years. Where's the I, respect coming back? And now agree. he's being described as some he's out of touch and he's like, oh, typical guy. It's all about him. Yeah. Right now it's all about him and his daughter. And his, he's making the best Why choice okay he can. The whole, everyone else in the town. To because they're not going to be the mother figure. He is well, not ready yet to have the person enter in that is going to play a mother figure in her life. OK, because, but what what if they were already married when April came into the picture? Then maybe he would say. I'm going to get to know her on my own and then I will bring her in when she's ready too. because he may be making that decision. She has a mother, you guys, and that may be bringing in another mother figure, maybe something that he's taking slower or feels like he needs to discuss with Anna. And guess what? He does, because Mm -hmm. if I was Anna and I had a kid and all of a sudden she wants to meet her dad. okay, fine. I'll process that. Fine. Suddenly she's going to have another woman that's raising her kid. That's a conversation that needs to be discussed and handled very appropriately out of respect for Anna, too. That's the mom. And you kind of Mm -hmm. look, people disagree with me, but in my opinion, you kind of defer to that. That person matters. And yeah, Lord, not going to the store and all that sketchy stuff. I agree. The the one thing that I was going to say is, would it be different if, and this obviously like, I mean, I've never been in this situation, but I mean, April didn't even know about Luke. So would it be different if he introduced Lorelai like, hey, this is my fiance, because he does have a life without her. And that's totally fine. That's understandable. But then like take his time with her to at least introduce her. It would be fine if that's what the dad wants to do. The dad and mom get to decide what happens with a kid, not the town, not us, not Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm getting like, I don't mean to cut everyone off. I need no. to breathe. Luke <laughs> has made the decision that's right for him. Is it right no. for Suzanne? Clearly not. Is it right for Danielle? Clearly not. But it is right for him. So I come from the place of, I got to have some respect for what he's making the decision because that's the decision he's making for his kid. It's his kid. Right. How many kids out there yeah. don't get enough attention from either parent or get any attention from any parent and look what he's doing. Where's the positive? Where are the positive comments about what and he's doing? Let's all remember. He's taking his time. He's yeah. saying, I'm going to focus on my daughter right now. Yeah. I didn't know she existed. Wow, what a mind-scrambling situation. And I'm taking responsibility here because I didn't know about this. But now here I am thrust into a situation. And I'm going to rise to the occasion. Where's where's the admiration? I, I don't think that? anyone's disputing that. I've seen yeah. you guys are. You're all mad. That no, he no, 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 no. That's not this what is, we're... This is not a situation where... You know, what takes precedence here is what Lorelai's not getting now that she got before. She's still going to get it. It's just delayed right now. Her, because that's exactly a larger, right. 
a larger situation that's exactly has come. right and if her ego can't handle it then her ego can't handle that's it. right and also a kid a 12 year old kid is already meeting their father for the first time oh god it may be too overwhelming in luke's right. opinion to have her also meet her stepmother all in one like Okay, I, but, a, but a again, people, like if they were already married, would he make Lorelai move out so that he no, can hide? He, no, but no, 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 but, but they're not. He's not Here, doing that. Sorry. Here's the thing. He is. He's, no, he isn't. No, he's, he's not moving not out. They're not married. Even if they he's, were. He's keeping, he's intentionally keeping Lorelai and April apart. And of I, course. after six months, I don't understand why they can't even like share a handshake and say because hello. Because he's not ready and we have to but why like, what is he because waiting for because he's not ready it's because, it's because he's not, the it's not up to it's not up to lorelei this is this is up to luke this is neil strauss host of the tenderfoot tv true crime podcast to live and die in la i'm here to tell you about the new podcast i've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half it's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. 
the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so Suzanne, say my parents are divorced and my dad has a new somebody. Who is it up to when I meet her? Me and my dad, not her. She doesn't get to decide. It's up to my No, I'm not saying she should be deciding. I'm saying that she should be able to meet April. Like, no, he should like, want you're saying, her. He, he should doesn't. want her to meet. But it's not up to saying. him. Okay, I think... I think it's this is. I him. think. Wait, hang on, it's up to April. Okay. It's uh, he That's asks right. her, April. Because how many times? But he never asked. Uh, have April. I asked? Because he's not ready. How do you? And we have to respect that. We don't know that yet. We don't know all of the conversations that they're having. Right. Obviously, April has said, "I'm not ready yet." Uh, well, he's not ready. We don't know, or he's not ready. No, nobody's ready. You know. We're Nobody's putting ready. our I personal think Luke's feelings. Not ready. They have to be he's not solid. ready. He I know has admitted not, that, but, and that is okay. fine that he's not ready. Right. Yeah, I think I think the the thing is is that Amy and Scott, your points are a hundred percent valid. Like I completely agree with you. I think it is up to Luke. It is up to April. It's up to them to figure out when it's the right time to infiltrate Lorelai into their relationship. I totally agree with that. Yet in the same breath, it still doesn't sit well with me in the sense that it's like, what, what is holding back Luke from bringing Lorelai in? We don't know that. And that's sort of the craft of the writers Mm -hmm. causing this Mm -hmm. consternation inside all of us because we don't have any of the answers. We're not privy to the private conversations of Luke and April. And And also, you know, oftentimes the best writing is, is what is not written. So let me throw it to you this way. Very actively participating in this, you know? Six months is not a long time. I would not meet someone's children in six months. I would definitely make it be years, not six months. So that's all I can say too is like, and most people, when they get, and and I understand that this is a different situation, but let's just pretend for the conversation, two people get divorced. I know very, very few people that are okay with their kids meeting their new significant other six months in. A standard is like be together. And, and look, some people do it different. I have plenty of friends that are like, I've been dating someone two months. He's met my kids. Fine. That's mm-hmm. totally fine if that's what you want to do. I know other people that have been dating for two years and they haven't met the kids. So it's like. Right. But that's a completely different situation. Like an I existing parent-child pair bringing in a new adult is different than two adults I disagree. that are together well, bringing in a new child. I understand where you're coming from, but here's why I disagree. It's up to the person, right? So, And it's still a child meeting her dad and someone else. It's very overwhelming. And they may have decided right. this is the right way for right. them. And we- All right, let's, 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 let's game theory it out, right? Let's say, okay- 
uh, April and and Lorelai meet and they hit it off right away and it's fantastic. It's even better than and then Anna gets triggered and it's a whole thing and that causes the breakup of Luke and Lorelai because we've got to take care of the kid yep. now. The kid's hurt because well, now she's missing Lorelai. So hang so, on so, to your chair. Well, okay, of course, right. but we're not there yet, right? <laughs> oh, no, so no. Here's you know <laughs> here's the real question. It in the let, in let the me ask you. Guys, I, I want to ask the panel. I'm going to ask the panel here. Um. How would you feel and would you feel it's justified? Maybe I'm not asking it the right way. If it is okay, play if you want to place a value, because we're all placing values on these relationships, father, daughter, Luke Lorelai, mm-hmm, you know, the value mm-hmm. of this. And we know the value of it to the fans of the show, but in real life, let's put it in real life terms. The value here is is the Luke April relationship more important than the Luke Lorelai relationship? Well, and, would and that Luke is and, very would, debatable. Would Luke sacrifice the Luke Lorelai relationship in order to preserve his relationship with his daughter and make sure that his daughter well, is doing the right mm, things and probably. Is, is guided that, the right way? And would that, that was, make him a good guy if he did that? And he went to Lorelai one day and say, listen, this isn't going to work out. I, you know, she really needs me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got to focus on her, and I know I can't give you what you need because I'm not that kind of guy, or whatever it is. Does this re- make him less of a person? No, it's or, the toughest or, choice ever, but well, you might have to make it. Right. I don't think you do what? though. That was my point earlier that I started to try to make was that he doesn't have to sacrifice one for the other. He can have a relationship with both of them. An adult can have a relationship with another adult and their child at the same time. Correct, but he doesn't it's, want to bring it, a third person it, into his relationship. You're saying both things. He is having a relationship with April, and he still he, has a good relationship with Lorelai. What he, he's not, he's, he doesn't though. He's totally pushing Lorelai out. No, no, he, he's, he's made pre- a this, decision. What he's, what he's, he's made he's a decision is, to not have her involved. Whether because, he's aware of it or not, he's protecting his child mm-hmm. from a relationship with Lorelai and April that is either really good. Or really bad, and it's it only could have for the, it right. could have the same effect yeah. on, and it's, mm-hmm. and it's only in the moment. He has never mm-hmm. said future. Right. Just in this moment, six mm-hmm. months, not a lot of time to get to know a human kid. Right. He is just making that decision for right now, and we, I respect it. You all don't have to because it might not be right for you, but for me, I get it. I respect it. And it's his choice and Anna's choice more than anybody's choice. You know, it, it, it is it, his it, choice. And I feel like you're right. He's never said anything into the future, but that can be taken both ways because he's also not said you will meet April someday. He's not saying anything. That's fine. And well, maybe he doesn't feel comfortable making that kind of a promise. Exactly. And this is the thing. This is the deal. Whatever order it happens. If you are with somebody who has kids, and this goes for Luke with Lorelai and Rory, you have to be willing to play by their rules. It's a choice that happens if you are entering into a relationship. So say Lorelai had certain things about Rory, right? She sure didn't want Max parenting Rory. That was a no, no, no. And also, we all had a big problem that Lorelai was dating the teacher, there's a lot of things that blur the lines, right? Lorelai is not freaking perfect. So my thing is you defer to the parents. It doesn't matter if Anna is a 
the worst person biatch of the planet, that is the mom. So whether mm -hmm. Lorelai likes it or not, she gets pole yeah. position essentially. And that's just the right. way the world works with and, parents and, uh, and kids. Right. Right. And I'm not saying it's a it's an ideal uh, situation for Lorelai. It's a difficult situation to be in, right? She is. She's having some difficulty. She should be having some. Anybody would be having difficulty with this situation because well, she's not, second place. Right. She's second place right, right. now. She's not right. even she, second place. She's just, yes, she is. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. No, yes, she's she is. not, you guys. She's not. Oh, she's, yes, she's, she num is. she's, num she's number one she's in not. his heart. But That's now right. he's got okay. This. If if uh, Lorelai asks Luke, "Hey, can we get dinner tonight?" and April asks Luke, "Hey, can we get dinner tonight?" Who's he having dinner with? Guess what? Though that doesn't make you April. second place. <laughs> that doesn't make that doesn't. There's enough. His priority love. right now is April. Okay, so might be his. But, but the thing is, you know, time. I think Lorelai. I, I don't think Lorelai is being a pain in the ass about she's this. Not. I think she's, Everything she's I think not. Everything she's not. I think she's being pretty great. But can I think we also she's address being pretty this great about it? Priority thing. I there's, think she's being supportive and I think she's being she great is. She's yeah. she, it's hard. This is hard. And no, she's having a quote right. hard time, but she's I think she's handling it very well. But I want to address this priority thing because my thing is priority is different than love. He can love Lorelai and April equally. Say you're a mom and, and your boyfriend wants to have dinner tonight, but your kids got violin lessons. Is it I know, you're not my top priority because I have to take my kids to violin. No, right. it's, you just, it's you just the understand. way the world works. Right. It doesn't mean that he loves Lorelai any less because he's having dinner with April. It is your kid. You mm -hmm. are, if you pick Lorelai over your kid, you're a big tool bag. Your yeah. kid has priority, but it doesn't mean you're second position or you love them less. Danielle, I guarantee you, you. I I didn't I didn't say love love less. That was not coming from me. But I do I I, I still stand by it. I think his energy is completely shifted off Lorelai and is on April right now. Like I do mm -hmm. I do feel that. Um, and that's basically all I'm trying to say is right now yeah. his focus his attention because is fully on kid, April. Of course, it has to be. Right. I'm not but, saying it's wrong. No, I, but I agree. This, yeah, I agree with and, Danielle. Yeah. And and the, the now that it's been so long, the expectation is that Lorelai just doesn't interact with April at all. Like, I don't see it's any that indication that that's opinion. ever going to change. It's like a blink. Think of how fast six months goes. I don't, okay, you don't but, even know how to play pickleball in six so months. Take the this number guy's off trying of to it. get to know a kid. Take the number off of it. It's just now become the expectation that Lorelai doesn't get to know April, and that's just how it is. For like, now. It's not even a conversation anymore. No for one now. said for now. Luke's not saying for now. He's This is how it is. But right. it is for now. Right. Like, if you date a person with a kid, it is a whole different set of rules. Now, I understand yeah, it that it's all backwards, right, because of the way this went down. So he could have chosen to do it differently, but he didn't. And we have to respect that. The parent kind of guides it. And the significant other needs to adapt to that. And if they don't like it, then they have to leave. If Lorelai doesn't like it, if she's like, I'm not having this, I need to be in this kid's life, then guess what? She has the choice to not be in the relationship with Luke. But what she doesn't have is the flex to be like, you're going to do with your kid what I say. Mm -hmm. it's just Again, not and this is that. just in my opinion 
Yeah. yeah, she's not doing that. I agree. She's that, she's never asked that. That's that's not why I'm so any confused. Like, what do y'all want? Because she's saying I want Luke to acknowledge her feelings. That's what, what about. I want. Wait a minute. What about what Luke's not getting? But he doesn't even know what her feelings are because what, everything what, she what, says is can, like it's fine. I'm fine. Can, go on the trip. Sorry, Scott. Go ahead. No, no, but I mean, but I, then I you're th- also saying that he does know and that he can. Yeah, he's he been knows reading between what the lines. a major thing this is. He knows mm-hmm. that this is so major and could be the, the thing that breaks them up. Right. So what he's doing is just being steady and calm. Right. And he's right. that's why when she asked, oh, I see there's luggage. He is very forthcoming. April dropped that off because she had it at the store and knew I was going. Mm-hmm. He doesn't lie. He doesn't even fudge the truth. He's so forthcoming with it. So, <laughs> like, I thought he did the right thing. And I know we're half an episode from talking. He also about didn't it, but... cancel the wedding. He postponed it. So it's because not... she told him to. That's oh, I'm so mad about that. She <laughs> told him to. She told no, him I know. To. But I'm saying just like he's taking the time, and so I do see that. But I'm saying like it's not like. Lorelai will never ever ever meet April he's just taking his time and that's the thing it's like there was never a discussion like you will never meet her this is my daughter you are not crossing paths like that never happened (laughs) you know (laughs) but at the moment right now yes you're not crossing paths you're not at the diner at the same time like in this moment that is the the reality yeah many people that's appropriate Lorelai has one move here there's only one move here for her and that is to be as supportive yep. as she possibly and as supportive and as understanding as she possibly totally can agree. because that's what a great partner does. I totally agree with you. It he is did it for it her is. his entire adult life. I totally that's agree with you. That's what great partners do. They understand and they are there for you. I agree with you. And it Danielle, doesn't t- matter how much sunshine is shining on you in any particular day. Not you got to take take one for the team sometimes and I, I mean if if a kid showing up after 12 years out of the blue is in a situation where you got to take one for the team then you shouldn't be on the team i That's agree it, you she know? is taking one for the team i'm not disputing that but you're but suzanne is ready for lorelei to meet april and luke isn't so it doesn't really matter what suzanne not up to wants. scott saying then you then you shouldn't be on the team is literally leading me to my very next point this wedding is not going to happen and i haven't seen the series and i don't know anything that's happening <laughs> but if i had a crystal ball right now this wedding is not happening well you'll see it it definitely doesn't <laughs> feel postponed it feels canceled oh yeah, i, I disagree it feels totally <laughs> no. postponed to me because Big a kid came into the <laughs> 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 oh, shit, the invites back <laughs> Because there's not been one word about the wedding. Not true. They talked about it in Vineyard. In the Vineyard. Except, talked- I was just going to say, except for the we'll have lobster at our wedding. Yeah. That's the last thing anybody's ever said that about the That was like wedding. yesterday. That was literally like That was in February. Ago. That was three months ago. What month is it now? April. <laughs> it's, this episode aired in April. Well, what month is it in Gilmore World? It's Listen, April. It, it, yeah. You know, six months. Six months is irrelevant. We do not know how much access uh, or how much time Luke and April are spending together given April's schedule. And she lives with her mother, so her mother's running that show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he's at her mm-hmm. beck and call. It's not up to Luke. He's oh, on yep. 
April and Anna's time That's table right. when he can see her, when they can spend time. So maybe it's just these little chunks of time, mm-hmm. maybe maybe once a week, a couple of times. So six months is nothing to try to get right. to know. It's like, it could be 10, it could be every other week for all we know. He's right. maybe seen her 25 times. We don't even know. Right. All right, that's going to do it, everybody. Uh, Listen, uh, we're going to do a two-parter, so this is going to end part one. Thanks for downloading. Best fans on the planet. We will see you next time for part two. And remember, we and I am all in. Stay safe, everyone. Forget follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.